today we're going to be talking about Alien Covenant, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt Likes It When They Jump Out of Your Back. Hey. (laughs) 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 Almost got that one wrong again. And uh, who am I, Matt? Oh. Are you still pondering? No, no, no. no. I'm here with. I'm, I'm here with Joel likes to watch the Bay Cunningham. Oh, no, I don't like to watch the, maybe Old <laughs> maybe old Bay, Massachusetts Bay or something like that. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> the Old Bay? I used to live by a bay. I lived in really? Maryland for a while, so I had some bays know. there. I didn't even know. Yeah, so how did you know that I like to watch the Bay? <sighs> yeah, that is crazy. You liked Zac Efron. Well, there you go. Dwayne Johnson. They're not that much. No. No? Okay. No. We'll save that for our coming soon episode. So (laughs) welcome to the podcast, everybody. We are glad and excited to have you you joining us today. And if this is your first time listening, uh, just a quick reminder, kind of uh, what this podcast is all about. We like to talk about films. Um, This particular type of uh, episode, we do a couple different kinds of episodes, but this one in particular, we review films that we've had a chance to see recently. Yep. That have been released recently. So today we're going to be talking about, as mentioned, Alien Covenant. And some awesome things there. But before we get to that place and that stage, Matt, why don't you quickly uh, explain to some folks, some listeners, how they can get connected? Well, why don't I go ahead and do that? Yeah. So you can all get connected on the social media universe in which mm-hmm. uh, we inhabit part of that sector. Very uh, big, Paul. Very big in our little circles. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so facebook.com slash real review media. You can check us out there. Uh, also, Twitter and Instagram at Real Review Media. That's R E E L. You can find our super awesome uh, webpage at realreviewmedia.com. You can see kind of, uh, you can subscribe to the newsletter. You can check out all the things there. Uh, connect to us from that side as well. And then uh, also email us over at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Let us know what's up. Let us know how your day's been. Yeah, you that'd know. be fun. And Just tell, tell us, us how your day's going. Tell us what uh, movies you've seen that you've really liked. Or maybe, you know, I've always really been fascinated by mm-hmm. movies that people don't think are going to be good, but then come out being like, wow, that was pretty good. Are you fascinated by their experience with that or by the movie itself or what, what fascinates like just, you? What's, what fascinates me about it is kind of the mindset of like the um, the stereotypes that people can project onto mm. a film. Maybe not stereotypes. Maybe yeah, maybe. I get what you're saying though. So like they, they think, they think oh, Presuppositions. this is just going to be one of those movies. Right. You know? and, they, and then they come out yeah. like, wow, that was that was awesome you know yeah so you're like the fact that people can have that experience yeah because that's one of my favorite things i love coming out of a movie like wow that was so much better than i thought it was gonna be (laughs) and on the flip side i guess especially as reviewers there's almost nothing worse than when you go into a movie with high expectations right and it fails to get anywhere close i try to go into movies thinking that every one of them is just going to be awful (laughs) and then i come out just happy every time that's a safe way to do films i've realized it's a bad process for life in general it's true it's true we're talking life lessons here on the podcast here today life lessons yeah you gotta you gotta have that optimistic spirit i have a very optimistic spirit (laughs) you're talking to the guy that is the critic (laughs) of the critic episode of the critic show you know so no, i'm yeah. i'm totally easily excitable when it comes to movies i'm i'm inside i'm like thinking everything's gonna be awesome there so. you go that's how we do it on the podcast <laughs> that's the yep. easy easily excitable fan i'm the really mean negative pessimistic critic so grumpy man on a porch in a 
shotgun in his hand there waiting for them dead gum kids <laughs> to walk at? by <laughs> with your films and picture moving things here yeah so uh well that'll be being, uh, being said why don't we actually get into some reviews Let's do it and one in particular we already mentioned we're going to talk about alien covenant and so uh, matt and i were going to divide this into two parts there was a couple other films that came out this weekend um neither of which we really got to see the other two uh the big one was everything comma everything or the big two i guess were everything comma everything uh, not everything say, doesn't say yeah it's everything 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 because yeah, it's not a question yeah. everything and then the other one was the diary of the diary of the wimpy kid long haul and both of those i feel like are we're going to see those very quickly pop up on like amazon netflix hbo go like those are films that you're going to be able to see on there i think they just announced it's going to happen next week probably yeah it's probably <laughs> happening as we speak they're getting uploaded so uh we neither of us got a chance to check those films out we really felt like we we're going to focus most of our time and attention on this biggest release and not biggest release but one of the bigger releases of the year uh one a film that both of us were very excited about checking out and so we're gonna divide into two parts we're gonna do the non-spoilery type review at the first half and then we'll give you a very clear warning uh that we're gonna be doing our spoil warning so at that point everybody that doesn't want hasn't seen the film doesn't want spoilers can hopefully just turn off the podcast we'll sound the alarm yeah or have things spoiled for you yeah whatever you want to do so matt why don't you take us into Alien uh, and start with giving us some description stuff and your initial thoughts. Totally. Alien Covenant, the crew of the colony ship bound for a remote planet discover an uncharted paradise with a threat beyond their imagination and must attempt a harrowing escape. Uh, hmm. Directed by Ridley Scott, the man, the myth, the legend himself. And then we also have <laughs> Michael Fassbender, Catherine Watterson, Billy Crudup, Danny McBride. Uh, and then a lot of other people. I don't want to butcher their names. So a we lot have of folks, Damien yeah. Blucher, Carmen <laughs> Jugo. So I apologize for that, people. I, I know they all listen to the show. So they're calling. They're emailing sure. us right now. I know. I am so sorry. I gotta take. I gotta take <laughs> these calls from their agents. They're yelling at me. Okay. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was on our most anticipated. Right. Top, film top of the summer, film for right? Twenty seventeen. Yeah. The whole year, actually. Yeah. When we talked about it at the beginning yeah. of the year. Yep. So. I, I just kind of off the bat, I, I liked it, but was a little disappointed. Okay. So let's let's start with this. Um, start with the likes because okay. yeah. First of all, the movie looks gorgeous. Yes. Not not just from like a computer animation like standpoint. The cinematography is awesome. Right. Um, but I say my favorite part is the, I mean, in addition to the cinematography and just every, everything, especially the landscape shots, just yeah. so freaking cool. Yeah. Um, then you have uh, the CG elements, especially when it comes to some of the alien stuff. Right. Looked really, really good. Yeah. Um, the VFX were pretty rock solid. Right. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, I leaned over to my dad. I went to see my, I was like, I was like, I was like, hey, this looks super real right now. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't train an actual alien to do that, but that looks so real right <laughs> Where now. Where would they have gotten the alien? Matt? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they made it in a lab somewhere. I have no idea. But anyway, I was like, this is super awesome looking. Yeah. Um, I do like that we finally got the connection. Um, and this is in the trailer, so this is not spoiler stuff, but we finally saw the actual xenomorph, the actual alien from the original Alien and Aliens film. Right. Films. Right. And um, that that bridge has been uh, built. Right. Uh, for the most part. The there's, initial... still, there's still about 20 to 30 years in between right. this movie and um, the first Alien movie. Yeah, they kind of tiptoed into the story of right. Alien a bit more than they did with Prometheus, where Prometheus, it was like they're kind of looking at it from a distance going, hey, remember that? We right. were, we, that could have been us. Right. Yeah, was this one they kind of tiptoed in? So they had a lot of really, really cool um, 
there were some cool action sequences that mm. I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, a number of them were from from uh, one of the aliens and one of the promo material that they released. It's kind of like grayish white. Yeah. Some of them. It's like a milky white. Right. It's kind of really gross looking, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And actually, honestly, that's what some of my favorite parts of the movie were. Mm. And this is like halfway in the movie or whatever. But yeah. Um, some of my favorite action sequences and most suspenseful moments were with that alien. Yeah. Um, and then uh, as, as far as like, I thought everybody, I mean, everybody did a good job acting. Uh, yeah. Even Danny McBride, who we weren't entirely sure. Like, mm. yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he did a good job. He wasn't jokey. Actually, I didn't think he was really jokey at all for that much. I mean, he, he made it, he made some like off, like, like remarks. I mean, his name was Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, he wears a hat. <laughs> Yeah, the, like a cowboy hat. The funny thing about Danny McBride, we don't have to go too much into him because we're <laughs> just talking about the film in general right now, but he's the kind of guy that he, in a lot of his movies where he's a, in a comedic role, he acts serious. Yeah. But he's just doing something while acting serious that's so ridiculous yeah. that it kind of makes him funny because he just has like a really kind of silly demeanor and look and yeah. feel to him. I mean, with the curly hair and the big and just kind of jovial side. Yeah. Like, so it was weird because he was acting serious in this film, but I kind of just by default still do look really? at him as oh. like a, I want to laugh, yeah. <laughs> laugh at him, unfortunately. <laughs> it was a bit hard to take him a little seriously, but I think I would also say that also might've been the script a little bit. Right. There... Um, that's getting into some of the negatives and stuff. So I want you to finish your your thoughts though first, Matt. No, so that's that's the biggest stuff. I thought everybody did well. Um, everything looked great, um, CG and cinematography wise. Mm-hmm. Um, it had some really exciting elements, some really like um, uh, crazy like over the top top like gruesome images, kind yeah. of that I thought. I thought were good in conveying um, just the kind of brutalness of this like alien species. Yeah. Um, it, it gave it some context. Uh, but, and I thought, it, I thought it just overall enjoyable kind of all together. Yeah. Um, but that, that's it kind of for my, my yeah. positive sides. You want to go over your positives before we dive into the Sure. Names? I think a lot of my positives are similar to yours. Um, hats off to Darius Wolski for the cinematography on this. He's the same guy that did the cinematography for Prometheus. And I think there was some really cool looking shots, some really cool, I mean, especially with like a lot of the alien type structures and we've seen that happen and been done so much in so many of the alien different films that it's always hard to kind of put a fresh spin on it yeah. and a fresh touch to it. But I felt like he did a good job of it, not feeling like it was connected to the alien world, but not being like the same old, same old. Right. Um, and there was a lot of echoes of, you know, alien type stuff. Not, I would say not necessarily in the pacing of the film, but in, at least in the style of some of the shots. Yeah. Um, and the pacing is more, that's going to get more into the things that I had like a negative perspective on. Um, I think acting wise, they did a good job. I don't think they did an amazing job, but everybody was believable in the role. I don't feel like it was unrealistic. I, I, none, nobody's acting like took me out of the film. Right. Danny McBride, I feel like he did a good job, but it's just him as a person. It's really hard. It's like when I see him, he just exudes this kind of picture in my mind, you know, Pineapple yeah. Express. And it's like, I just see him as that. So it's not his fault. I don't think he did a bad job. I just feel like it's hard for me to kind of get past <laughs> that, yeah. you know? So again, hats off to him. Good job for the cinematography. Acting pretty decent. Vis- visual effects, I think, were very good, especially with the aliens. I mean, some of the shots, the gruesome shots that you see of some of the birthing and stuff like that, the aliens is just like, and I'm not 
we're not going to talk the spoilers of what what happens when where with who but it was just very viscerally like yeah. oh my goodness that yeah. looks really realistic yeah. and really gross <laughs> um i think there were some times specifically with some of the gore um where it felt a little this was a very gory film in comparison to a lot of the other alien films there, I, that's not to say the other films didn't have like horrific elements and horrific, especially with aliens, mm-hmm. um, have some really just kind of like gnarly, gross stuff that kind of happens. But this one kind of took the top for me in a mm. lot of ways. I mean, they kind of started with that with Prometheus. There was a lot more like gnarly, nasty stuff. I mean, the guy getting his arm broken in Prometheus and right. the little creature thing that that guy turns into. I mean, some really gruesome imagery. This one kind of even went even more so with that. I mean, yeah. And again, no spoilers. We'll talk about that later. But um, it felt like they went bigger with that. But it looked very real, except for a few occasions where I felt like the blood in particular kind of looked a bit outlandish and fake. And there's like a scene with one of the bursts where it looked like the blood kind of looked unrealistic. I don't even know. It's hard to explain. Did you stand up in the theater and go, this looks outlandish? <laughs> I did in my brain. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just okay. stood up and then I said, no, funny story. <laughs> this this was so bad. We showed up a little bit late because we were kind of, we were coming from a meal and we were going straight to the theater. And, you know, I don't know if all the theater, I think most of the theaters are doing this now, at least in our region. They're switching over to the reserved seating yeah. situations. And it's great. I love it because then you can like book a seat and you know it's going to be taken. You're not going to get nosebleed seats. You can just right. guarantee yourself a good spot. And plus there are recliners, yeah. which is boss. So I reserved the sick, the tickets and we showed up and it was like maybe 10 minutes into the previews and a whole family had taken our just our section of seats. And so I had to do that really awkward thing where I'm like, excuse me, you taking my <laughs> hey, seats. Uh, yeah. this is and I felt, so, I felt so bad. They had like an infirmed, like older grandmother oh type. <laughs> she, you know, she has to get up and she's like shuffling off and it's like, I'm going to okay, well, my sheet now. Listen, it what, felt really bad. They have to select their seats too. I know. Right? So, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. So we're, they, they're just like, we're going to select our seats, but we're not going to sit there. Right. And yeah. They like... went to the opposite <laughs> side, unfortunately. So I felt bad, but not that bad, but it was just really <laughs> awkward. So just kind of funny story. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think any more positives. The, the sound, the audio was okay. I don't think. It's not I, memorable. No, there's nothing about the audio that really just jumped out at me. Um. I would say as far as the acting goes as well, Dave um, Fassbender. Michael, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. <laughs> Sorry, not David. I was thinking David the character. Yeah. Michael Fassbender, great job. I yeah. think out of all the actors in the film, he did the best. I think he oh, had yeah. a big shoes to fill because he's trying to create two distinct characters. And I think he did a really good job with that. Yeah. Um, so I thought he was believable in both roles. So with that, though, why don't we get into some of the more negative type elements? Because I think overall for me... This film did not live up to my expectations either. Right. Um, I was expecting and hoping for at least kind of like a B-ranked, at least, and I don't mean like a B B type horror action film. Right, right, right. I just meant like if I was going to give it a scale one ten, sure, you know, closer to like the higher levels, and it kind of hit more of the middle range right, right, for right, me. Right. Um, I think one of the biggest, the absolute biggest things about this film is that although it was more closely tied to the alien and aliens type films, Mm -hmm. especially with, you know, the xenomorph and everything like that, it didn't, to me, it didn't come across as an alien type film. There was a couple scenes where it got close and I don't want to spoil those right now, but there was like a couple scenes where it kind of had that tension Mm -hmm. of an alien type film. One of the things that they've always done really, really well with the alien films is that they kind of, they set these people up in this situation where they're kind of like 
getting killed and they're going to be killed. Yeah. And it's just kind of a matter of like, how long are they going to be able to survive in this circumstance until they get (laughs) killed? And it didn't really ever feel that way in the movie. It kind of just felt like a lot of people doing stupid things and making stupid mistakes and just kind of a byproduct of where they were at when they were there. It's, like wrong place, wrong time. It's kind of like uh, in, in all like horror slasher movies right. when someone's like, I'm going to go hang out by myself over here. <laughs> like you're like, well, that guy's obviously going to die. Yeah. You know? like, and they <laughs> set that up like so many times. I mean, there were so many scenes where it's like, okay, well now they're going to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you, it happens. And one of the other things that I didn't really like totally about this film is I felt like in a lot of ways, there was very, very, very little character development mm. for most of the film. Right. Although there was a lot of bad things about Prometheus and the way that they structured it and the way that it kind of played out and it felt very kind of like, why now? Mm-hmm. Why is that happening? I felt like there was even less of a sense of characterization in this film that really had me to connect with them. I mean, even just giving me an understanding of why all these characters were wanting and were willing to uproot their entire life to go and start this entire new civilization on a completely different planet. You never even got an understanding. Like Prometheus, you understood, we want to discover where life comes from. Right. Like that's their purpose. That's their goal. And some of them was kind of like they were there as a byproduct of that. And you knew that they were just cannon fodder. This film, it felt like everybody was just kind of there to be cannon fodder. It was like, well, we're just going to be there yeah you know i think the most development you got from the entire film was from david and walter which is the android and again if you look at the other alien franchises and this is why it was really hard for me to connect to in a lot of ways they're giving you the main character as a non-human yep it's a it's a robot you know you give it a fancy name it's a robot and as that being such being the case i'm gonna have a much harder time connecting in with the realities and who that character is. You know, if they'd spent more time giving you Daniels, which was paid by Catherine yeah. Waterston, as the lead role mm-hmm. that you're connecting into this world through, that you're experiencing everything as she's discovering it, that you're seeing things, that she's there, that she's fighting for life. That, you know, if that was your vehicle in which you're connecting into this world through, then you have a personal connection because she's a human. Right. She didn't feel like the main character. No, she did not at yeah. all. <laughs> it felt like a weird hybrid. Primarily, it felt like David Walter. Yeah. I mean, even the fact that it started the film... I don't want to spoil things too much, but it it started the film talking kind of about David right. and who he is and why he exists. It felt like he was the main character, but you didn't want him to be the main character. You wanted, you know, Catherine Daniels' character to be the main character for the yep, film. Yep. So those are some of my negatives. No, yeah. Uh, what additional? I, I have more, but I, I, <laughs> some of them I want to save until we get to the spoiler no, talk because okay. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think a lot of mine. Um, uh, starting off, yes, it didn't feel like an alien movie, and that's and that's I think my biggest problem with this. Not that the movie was bad, but um, they set it up with an expectation, and I think I think what they're what they're experiencing, what they did is is uh, kind of the summation of of what happened with Prometheus when it came out. When right. Prometheus came out, there was all this like pushback because, hey, this was supposed to be an alien movie, and there's no alien. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and and really, Scott's yeah, that's why we didn't call it Alien, you know, and all that stuff. But um, so what they did with this new movie is they promoted the heck out of it. And I think they promoted it and marketed it really, really well. Oh, yeah. And But they what they did is they promoted it in a sense of like, hey, this is an alien movie. Right. When in all 
actuality, it's way more of just a sequel to Prometheus. Right, and a prequel to what's to come. Right. Is what it really felt so, like to me. So here's the thing. I could see people going into this movie being excited about Alien, maybe even skipped out on Prometheus because they're like, what is this Prometheus movie? Yeah. Um, you need, you need to, to have seen see, it. You need Absolutely. to have seen Prometheus to, to go into this. That's a huge point. And that's actually something, because I went and saw this with my mom. My sister, funny thing, my mom is, she loves, to, for whatever reason, she really likes the suspense. That's not a gene that just passed on to me, like the horror suspense. She really gets into it. <laughs> okay. She's always telling me some random, like, I watched this film. It was the scariest thing ever. And I was like, okay. Um, she, she and I were talking about it afterward, and I was talking with my sister as well. And one of the feelings that we all had is like, you know, a good example of a film that does this right, Logan. Yeah. We saw Logan earlier in the year. Logan was a film that you didn't necessarily have to have seen all the other Hugh Jackman. I would almost say the film is better for not having seen the standalone uh, Wolverine films prior to Logan. Yeah. You can know what's going on. You can get a sense of the characters and the story and it stands alone by itself. This film only really functions decently if you understand it within the context of the film prior and the film coming after. Yep. Because otherwise you really don't care about you, you know, like who these creatures are that are getting killed by this. You're using this black goo to do this random yeah. stuff with. You know, you don't care about you know the results of all this adventure of where it's headed because it's like you don't know the universe that it's really set in. Right. So why does it matter? What it, what what does it matter if four films from now or three films or whatever two films, this alien creature if you've never seen it is going to show up. Right. So it almost it's like a fan film in a way to me, and that's what kind of ticked me off about it. It's like. Give me something that makes me want to see this film for itself. Yeah. Give me something. And so that's the, the, the frustrating thing about it is that I feel like if it took place when the, within the context of a much larger story arc in film, mm-hmm. I would be interested to find out more about David and where he's going. And obviously, right. based upon the events in this film, he has a huge role to play right. in where everything goes right, and right. where it comes from and why it's there. But I didn't. I didn't need to see his role in that. Right. In the sense, they never really set up a realistic reason for me to care about his role in it because right. he's not a. I, I don't want to spoil it, but he's yeah. not necessarily a good guy. You know what I mean? Well, you see that in Prometheus. Yeah. He's the one who infects like the main dude with the first right. virus. You right. Know? So it's like. So it's like <laughs> why? Why would I want to see a film about a about the bad guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 it's yeah. about the bad guy doing the bad guy things. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that's kind of what this film was. Right, 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 right. And I would say the other thing is that with all the other you know, alien type films, except for, I think, um, the fourth one, which was resurrection, resurrection, which everybody kind of really disliked. Third was controversial because it had some, some good elements, some bad elements. And yeah. But the one thing that definitely was true about this film is that it did not, a lot of the other films end with a hopeful, although very bad things have Mm -hmm. happened. Even Prometheus ended with a slightly somewhat hopeful note Yeah, in the sense that Shaw's like headed off to like figure things out. She's survived. She's moving on. She can go yell at the engineers. Right. This film, and I'm not going to say what happens, but it doesn't really end with that same hopeful note that the other films left you with. It was bleak. It's very (laughs) bleak. And so you're like, you're like, why do you, you don't give me anything enjoyable to connect to throughout the course of the film. And then you end it in a way where I don't have anything enjoyable or hopeful to move on to the next film with. And so it's not, made me excited. The only reason I'm going to keep watching this at this point is because I do want to see how it ties into right, right, the Alien right, franchise. Right, right. I'm not going to keep watching this because I really care about any of the characters yeah. and want to see what happens to them. For for all intents and purposes, they're going to die, yeah. whoever survives. I'm not going to say who dies and who survives. They're going to die off between films and I'm never going to see them again in Big Whoop. 
Yeah. Because I don't care about them, you know? Yep, they'll just pull a Newton Hicks again. Exactly. <laughs> that was exactly, and that, it felt like they were doing that. And so, um, with that, I mean, do you, is there, why don't we give our rating? Well, let me say this first. Okay. Yeah. So, for, for people say. going into this movie, you need to see Prometheus. In my, in my opinion, very strong opinion, you need to go see Prometheus first if you haven't. Yeah. It um, would actually help to see Alien too. Right. The first Alien, at least. Also... There is, over the last couple months, they released two prologue things for this movie. One of them is where you actually get to meet the Covenant crew, which would have added a lot, I feel like, to some of the character development. Yeah, that should have been in there. Right. In my opinion. It was a long movie, but I would have rather them take out- It was like a a five-minute scene. I would have taken out some interactions between Walter and David. Right. And actually put in more of that. That's what I would have done. Yeah, that anyway. was like what did they? Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> so, Sorry, um, <laughs> that just frustrated the. the uh, so there's a there's a prologue where you get to meet the. You can find it on YouTube. It's out there. Uh, it's the Alien Covenant prologue with the crew of the Covenant, and then there's another one that actually explains a little bit about what may have happened between uh, with with Shaw and David yeah. um, before uh, after they left the planet at the end of the Prometheus. So go watch those. I feel like that would actually help out a lot in some of the story details you might have point. missed. I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so it didn't overall just, it didn't feel like alien. Uh, even the part that had the alien, the main like alien xenomorph at the end, yeah. which is really like the last act. Yep. Um, it is it that didn't feel like alien. We'll we'll right. talk about that here momentarily. But overall, yeah. Actually, I want to hear what's your score. Um, so I would give this one a seventy three. Okay. Um, I would say if you want to go see a film that has good suspense, yeah. At times, a lot of horror, some very pretty visuals, yeah. Decent acting, then absolutely. But you have to have seen, like you said, yeah. the other films, and it really doesn't give you. Much story. Wow. Don't okay. expect story. Yeah. You know, I, I, you I get thought, some story elements, but not in the go, way you'd expect it. Way I thought lower. you were going to go way lower on that. No. For some the way I, that you were passionately talking about these girls. I'm more frustrated <laughs> by the film because of what I feel like it could have been than what it actually is, if that right. makes sense. Because the potential it, was there. The potential was there. And so th- there are good elements to the story, but I'm going to be frustrated because I'm like, you did this instead of that, which yeah. would have been better. It's not that that was horrible. But it just it wasn't the best option you had in front of you, and we'll talk more about. It's that like it's almost like they part. defaulted to a lot of cliche, like yeah, moments. yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so what's your, your rating? Uh, I would give it a seventy-seven. Okay, I would give it a seventy-seven, so a little bit yeah. higher, but um, yeah. So I've already explained why, but yeah, you want to. Yeah, so with that, um, we'll move into the the spoilery section. So Boop. if you haven't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's our spoiler alarm. Yeah, everybody just turned it off because the noise. But yeah. no, <laughs> so yeah, if you do not want to hear uh, what's coming up, then I would just warn you to uh, go ahead and turn off the podcast now. Um, so yeah, all right, five, four, three, two, one. So Shaw is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and we always do that. We always say, yeah. right after the spoiler one, we always talk about somebody who died. So pretty much everybody is dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what I would love to talk about to start here is, I think I actually want to start on the ending. Yeah. If we can, and okay. just talk about the way Let's this film ended, oh. because that was probably one of my most frustrating aspects of this film, where it kind of all, it felt like at the very end, it turned into what could have been an actual alien movie. And what we're used to with Alien is confined spaces with some creature that's wandering around a ship. And you don't or, know where they right, are. Right, or a you know, building, and you don't know where they are. And at any moment, they can just kind of come busting through the wall and chew you up and eat you. Every moment was telegraphed, by the way. Right. I forgot to say that. Every single moment Every of single this moment. movie was telegraphed. Yeah. There was, that was one of the things that worked so great about the first film is the subtlety. There was a lot of moments where you thought something scary was going to happen. 
and it didn't. But then right. eventually it kind of got there. Where was this movie like everything, like even with the alien killing the, the two people in the shower, yeah. like with the tail, it's like they have to give you that little bit of like the snippet of the tail like coming through and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. why would it do that? Why wouldn't it just attack them? It's teasing them. Yeah, it's teasing them. And it just didn't make any sense. But He's like, just having fun. He's playing with his food. Kind of how playing, you, know, yeah. you, you swirl stuff on right, your plate. But in like you original, know. what would originally have happened in a film like this and instead they decide to go the horror route and show you it all happen is you would have seen probably them like you know doing their kissy face thing and then you would have maybe seen a reflection of the alien kind of and then they would have like screamed and freaked out and then it would have cut right and then they would have walked into the room and they would have seen them there just in pieces and bloody and messy but in this film instead we get the guy with the thing bouncing through his face and yeah. the blood all over her face and she's screaming and it's like this is just a slasher movie at yeah. this point like yeah. the alien was so scary to me in so many ways because you never knew what it was capable of you never knew where it was where it was going whereas this movie it's like literally every you can see it showing up and i'm like yeah. why would you have the technology on that spaceship to see that inorganic or that object right. wandering around but not have that in all the other alien, <laughs> films, <laughs> alien right. films at any other point throughout it so yeah. they had like sonar in the original alien, right like, so so that ticks me off and then <laughs> obviously like i don't know about you but i knew a hundred percent i'm like this guy is dave it's like i the knew way they edited it the way they, that right with the thing closing with the wound closing up and everything like that well, with david and the, the fact that he reaches for the knife and, and they cut it and they cut it it's yeah. like <laughs> obviously if that's not david you're gonna show so it's like was that supposed to be like a shot it almost felt like they were building up to a, a twist ending that shocker david David's, is there david's evil guys and the twist is that oh it's not like this normally happy kind of uplifting ending the twist is that it's actually this really pessimistic negative everybody's gonna die ending but it just ticked me off because they go through the whole thing and it didn't really even make sense why he was helping them <laughs> you know what i mean because he could have probably gotten them killed he probably could have locked one of the doors you know, and then just sent them sent them out into space or something like that. So it didn't really make sense. It makes me wonder if he, um, I think he was honestly just curious about, you know, what this Maybe, alien could do. Maybe, but they never explain it. They never give you any details. But anyway, that's really the moment where I felt like if they had reached that stage where this alien is on board the ship, maybe have a few less people get killed off, get them back on that ship a lot sooner, and maybe have David be, get, get on the ship with them and be the stowaway, right. and then have the alien on the ship with them killing off people over the course of like the second half of the film, mm -hmm. instead of what is basically them living in a cave and all deciding they're just going to randomly wander off into separate corners yeah. and do there i mean you've seen aliens burst out of people's backs yep. why would you wander off by yourself when you still know that those things are wandering around yeah. you know what i mean it didn't make any sense and so set that up with that last half that that be sort of the last half of the movie and then they can go into the whole the details of people getting slowly killed off one by one on the ship because they think they're safe at that point it makes sense for the alien to be on board and killing people off and yeah. david could have even sabotaged the computers yep. so that maybe they couldn't see the alien creature wandering around right. and then it didn't make any sense as well and i'm going to get off my little high horse here <laughs> my hot horse i should say of the what were the glass things in his mouth with i know that they were the like the face, face huggers. huggers where did they come from how does he have little glass orbs to stick face huggers in? He's been mad scientisting for like for like ten years or what something like that. What does he have? Like, did he like build some sort of glass smelting smelting type device that can trap face? It just didn't make any sense to hey, me. He, you know, how, I think yeah. they're gonna explain that in the sequel. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just had to go off on the ending there because I, I got why they did it because they're setting it up for like the sequels to the film. But I just it kind of ticked me off. Matt, what are what are what are some of your spoilery type? 
Right. Thoughts um, on this? First I've, of all, I'm kind of my high horse. Uh, we we had about five minutes too long of David and Walter <laughs> the interacting. There was like a flute scene. I was like, "What is?" You could have this? given me a minute of the flute, and that would have been more than enough. I know. I, yeah. You could have given me thirty seconds, and that would have been way too much. I was really weird. I thought the cinematography was really cool. I mean, because yeah. obviously that's they did they had to do a really difficult job with having them both on screen at the right. same time and interacting with each other that, like that. But I, I told. Um, other than that, I could have. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and I, I told. Uh, I told a friend of mine that I said, I felt like that scene was just there so the filmmakers could be like, hey, let's this cool see, visual let's see how we, we can do this, where yeah. it looks like, you know, Michael Fassbender's there, Absolutely. Yeah. hanging out with himself, you know, making music on the flute, kissing himself and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, that was really weird. And but so, that, it felt like a lot of scenes were like that too. It felt yeah. like all, most of the gratuitous, over-the-top violent gore scenes were there just so they were like, oh, because we can show it now, so let's do it. Right, right, right. Personally, because that's not alien to me. So um, the, the part that bugged me the most is I felt like, first of all, I felt like the movie was very anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, where there's like there's like action things happen, but you're not like, there's not like one point of the, point, point of the movie where you're like, uh... This is the the crux of the movie. Like they, I feel like they tried to make it that way at the end, but it didn't feel like that. And I think that's because it didn't feel like an alien movie, right? Because you knew that the aliens were defeatable. So the alien, you know, is on the ship. It busts out of the one dude that everybody forgot about. Yeah, and that's another thing too. We talked about this earlier. The aliens gestated like really fast that was really ticking me off too. like he billy crudup gets a face hugger yeah and, and like it seems like 10 minutes later the alien's like ready to be born and then yeah. he's just born it kind of made sense for the back popper ones right, because right, like right. maybe that's just it's a different new. it's a different it's, kind of alien yeah, it's a different kind of alien so you don't know what right. to expect but with the face huggers yeah it's like literally 10 minutes kind of feel like they right. go by and then he wakes up and then it pops out of his chest after he has like right at the exact moment it needs to. Right. Whereas in the first film, it was like a couple hours yeah, yeah, yeah. before the thing popped out of his chest. The, you know? um, and it was more true to the guy that, that the alien broke out of at the very end of the film. Yeah. The very last alien broke out yeah. of. That was more accurate, I felt like, because it felt more like more time had passed. Yeah. I mean, but to use it as a perfect example, and maybe they're trying to do away with this con- continuum, but in Alien 3... Mm-hmm. She had an alien gestating in her like for, days for days for right. a really long time, and it didn't happen until the very end of the film. Right. So yeah. it's like I don't know, and you could maybe make the argument that like, well, maybe because it's like a newer version or like a special version, it's not quite there yet. Like maybe David is. I think it was but there. It was there. Yeah. I mean, why would it take longer for the things to gestate? And right. they got big really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in the original Alien, it took. It makes like, you wonder why they're angry the whole time. I think they just had growing pains, so they were just constantly. <laughs> yeah. in Pain or like well, you I'm, joked about this the whole like <laughs> I am Groot on the scene yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's like interacting with the alien as it, it looks like he's like putting his hands up in the air like yeah Yay, I was like the, expecting yeah. the Macarena to start up oh, out after that because he's like he's like hey Mac- little yeah. baby you do that I didn't get that I didn't get the whole like blowing in the alien's face somehow communicates with it type thing yeah I so mean, back to reasons. my thought on the the end um Alien's supposed to be suspenseful. You don't see the alien coming. Like, yeah. I'm sure they did it back in the day for budgetary purposes. But I think you had limited interaction with the alien. Yeah. Um, and you couldn't see where he's coming. You could have been any corner and then just, like, uh, he just like, grabbed somebody from, like, a duct. Right. That was something. what was so freaky about right, it. That Even was the in alien. aliens, that was what's so, so, so right. scary is that they just, like, swarm you and they come out of everywhere and anywhere and you never know what's going to. Right. That's why they were just, like, freaking out and shooting all around. Like, they're further. Kill yeah, them everywhere, yeah, yeah. man. Game over. Like just that's what's so scary about them. They're like locusts, but like ten times more powerful. Right. So this one is frustrating because you get all these really weird like 
creative things that Ridley wanted to do. Like you get first person view from what the I alien like, is yeah. seeing. I didn't like alien perspective. It you didn't also make get me scared. It made me like, oh, yeah. me, I know where the alien is coming from you now. See, you see the alien <laughs> yeah. like figuring out where to go. Yeah. You see the alien uh, being tracked yeah. by David. Right. Um, and it's, it takes out the entire mystery of like, you know, it could be anywhere at this point. You know, we don't know where it is. Right. It, it, in the prior films, the alien was the threat. In right. this film, David was the threat. Right. And they just happened to sometimes fall into the, a bad situation where the alien right. would kill them. So, you know what m- I mean? My favorite alien moments were the, the gray, milky white, yeah. uh, aliens that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, the fight in the tall grass was pretty cool. That like, reminded that me freaking, of Jurassic World. It really did. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, these are like the raptors. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was really, really sweet. Um, that part. Uh, and then also, as far as what I was saying, the telegraph parts. Um, that was frustrating to me uh, because it was like, yeah, I mean, we talked about it, but it was like, okay, hey, guy going to go over here. Um, also the, uh, I'm going to uh, go clean my arm off by myself. Right. Exactly. You know, be alone in this cave that we don't know what's, <laughs> you know, what's our, around us. Um, Hey, Hey, Billy Crudup, why don't you come down here? It's perfectly safe to look into this egg cocoon thing real quick where you see stuff moving around. You're totally fine. Just <laughs> yeah, go ahead. That was so Go stupid. ahead and lean your face <laughs> oh, over. Oh, that was so stupid. Look, at, look into it. It's totally fine. I promise. Yeah. It, would anybody under their right mind see something like that, which is obviously alien, right. having just literally been attacked by these co- killer aliens right. and be like, yeah, I should stick my face in there. Yeah. Like, I, what? <laughs> I leaned over to my dad. I said... And this this happened early, um, right when they cut from that scene where where David's about to grab the knife, yeah. And when he's fighting Walter, I go, and and then you see the guy dressed in Dave, uh, Walter's clothes run out to the ship. I go, we both know that's David, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Like, he's like, yeah. I'm like, was, that's David. Well, because <laughs> I mean, they even showed you the scene where um, what's his name gets stabbed in the the neck. Well, uh, he like with pulled Walter. something out of well, his neck, I think. Yeah. Well, Walter got stabbed by the the flute, right, by David in the neck, and it like killed him, yeah, yeah, supposedly. Yeah. But he healed himself. Is yeah. What it looked like to me. We've made upgrades. Right. We've made upgrades, <laughs> and so it, it gave me the impression that they're able to like self repair themselves. So would they not realize that he can self repair quickly? Right. You know why? What so it just there was a lot of practicalities with that whole situation. It's like how he would have gotten his hand to be cut off in the exact same way, right? You know, to look exactly the same way without any type of like new residual. Like it looked like it had been you know cut off for a long time ago. Yeah. It's like how would you even do that? Did you have like dirt in it or something? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> practical elements of things like that. Like it would have made much more sense if that had happened over the course of maybe a couple of days or something like that. Yeah, but not initially. You know, not a quick thing like that. Um, so I, I don't know. I it just it, I wasn't really super happy with the whole focus and emphasis being on telling the story of David because again in this film he is the bad guy. Yeah, more so he's, than he's, even he's, the alien. He's the antagonist, right? Yeah. Because the aliens get killed off in this film. Like yeah. it's like oh, I mean, you're just gonna kill him off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's the he's the antagonist. But it's telling his story. So yeah. it's like, I don't want to know what the antagonist's story is over the course of this. I want to connect with characters that I care about yeah. and know where they're going. So That's why I think those yeah. prologues are going to be important for people to watch, yeah. um, just because it gives a little bit more context behind what's happening. I just wish I didn't have to go outside of the film in order to get things like that. I know. I, I also know. wasn't super happy with what they killed off, how they killed off Shaw. Right. I feel like she could have been an element that really yeah. played up. And that might have been a production thing. Like maybe she wasn't available. Maybe she didn't want to be in it. Maybe she didn't want to keep continuing on with the series. But I'm like, I thought she was a relatable character that could have been a vehicle that we kind of go through the series with. Yeah. But instead, nope, she's dead. 
And then also they, they potentially kill off the whole like engineer crew, uh, the way that uh, uh, David's yeah. character like yeah. released the virus on him. And I was like, I get that, but he was part of wanting to figure out everything in yeah. Prometheus, but maybe he was just like, you know, how does God complex? He's like, I'm here for a reason. I don't know. They don't really explain that very well. No. I mean, and it also, they didn't really even question too much of the fact that there's just like thousands of like dead blackened bodies that are like all over this giant. They're just like walking through them like, oh, yeah. this is kind of weird. Well, this is kind of strange. Yeah. Maybe, oh yeah, we should just hang out right by here. I'm Why sure. do they look so crispy? Like, <laughs> yeah. like they didn't even, I don't know. They didn't address yeah. it. They're just kind of like, this is weird. I mean, we can start going to the, some plot elements. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. There's definitely plenty there that I kind of like was a little frustrated by at times. Um, I think overall it just frustrated me that it really felt like they kind of approached this film with like, we're just going to introduce some stuff yeah. and kind of deal in, dwell into David's story a little bit, but we're not going to really get too much of anywhere. Cause it, I don't know. They, they, they obviously made some progress towards where it ties into alien, especially with the introduction of the xenomorph. Yep. But I didn't, I didn't even need that in this film necessarily. I wasn't, even, as long as it eventually ties in, I didn't even necessarily need to get a xenomorph in this film. I felt like they treated they treated it so almost offhandedly, like it just kind of was like a result of the yep. progress of the script. It's like I would have rather them built up to that right. a little bit more. You and know, that's why I, th- I, I felt like them killing the xenomorph at the end was anticlimactic. Was right? Like, what? It's like, well, we're immediately going to introduce the facehuggers, and we're immediately going to introduce the xenomorph, and then we're just going to kill them. Yeah, and it's not even that big of a deal at this point. Where as if you look at them in the original film, it's like they're such a threat. Yeah, and they continue to be such a threat throughout the course of the thing. Where it's like. I don't know. It just they they did a lot to kind of remove some of the threat and the scariness of the xenomorphs, and they made yeah. David a scarier threat um, yeah. than anything. Yeah, so. they they focused on him primarily, but yeah, that's that's really all I got. Spoiler side of things. I mean, yeah, I mean, so I think that is pretty much for me as well. There's definitely some areas we could continue talking about, but we're coming up probably on the end of the podcast. So, yeah. but I would love to hear. I mean, I definitely would love to hear any of our listeners um, if any they have any perspectives. Maybe some things that we've talked about that kind of you know you agreed with or disagreed with. Listen, it's um, not a bad movie. You know, it's not a bad movie. It's, no, we're talking about a lot of negative things. Yeah, it's 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 just. But it disappointed what we were expecting right. and our expectations going into it a little bit. As one of the top ten most anticipated films of the year, it, right. <laughs> it just did not live up to that right. at all. So I think a lot of it is kind of our heated back and forth based upon that. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I'd love to hear from any of your listeners out there that want to tell us about you know your experience of the movie. Maybe it was better than we're thinking in your mind, and we'd love to hear that, or maybe worse, or maybe just about the same. So yeah, uh, definitely feel free to drop us an email, uh, which is at it's realreviewmedia at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also get connected to us on our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Instagram. Facebook is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. You can also uh, get connected on Instagram or Twitter, which is at realreviewmedia. Um, and we have our website, which is www.realreviewmedia.com. Is that everything? That is everything. Yeah. So everything else? Yeah, it's everything. 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 everything, yeah. everything. <laughs> We're not talking about that film, Matt. Oh, okay. We're not talking okay. about that. Never, right. never, never, <laughs> comma, never. So, yeah. It's all I got. All right. So, well then, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>